Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our continuing series on Lisk, the Lisk series, Long Island Serial Killers. And that is our topic again today. And I just want to uh, acknowledge the Lisk podcast, not to be confused with what we're doing, but the Lisk podcast is something I was a guest on. And they, they're a nationally syndicated podcast, and they do a great job. A guy named Chris Moss and uh, Shannon McGarvey, McGarvey, and they do a great job. And she interviewed me about uh, Lisk. And they're out of Texas, and they do, uh, you know, like I said, they do a wonderful job. This is a national story. Lisk is a national story. The Gilgo Beach murders are a national story. And it's important for us, you know, the folks that are, that are involved here locally to pass along information with, to folks that are, are, are doing a yeoman's job on, on what they can come up with and what they could uh, cover up, <laughs> cover up, uncover, I should say. What we're talking about is the cover-up of Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke and Tim Sinney, the current DA, county executive Steve Ballone, uh, former police chief that he appointed, and he alone appointed uh, Jimmy Burke. And what they did and why they would cover this situation up. There are other folks that are covering it nationally, and it must be very frustrating for them to uh, to to cover this when very little information is coming out. So I think it's it's important for us to share our information. We want some kind of satisfaction on this for if for no other reason for the the victims families to have some kind of closure and i started up again for those who don't know i don't know whether it was 12 weeks ago or 13 weeks ago basically on the heels of county executive steve blown talking about running for governor which he will never be governor um, under any circumstances but he used it to raise some money from some folks that thought hey maybe he's going to be governor which he will not be certainly now with this series and in anyone that would run against him their oppositional research is done for them and it's uh, they're very valid questions that come along if he's going to run for congress well he's going to have a hard time because the oppositional research is right there for them to to lay out but the other thing that comes up is is there is a DA's race and we're less than eight weeks or about eight weeks out from that and Tim Sinney is the hand-picked candidate of Steve Ballone who's basically put there because he's going to go along to get along and he made an old-fashioned deal with the devil to not arrest Steve Ballone's buddy, Bobby Strickoff, who lives on Oak Beach, 58 Savannah Walk, Oak Beach. And that is uh, where allegedly, 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 a lot of the action takes place. 
these parties that are there, these these get-togethers that happen, and allegedly, 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 a lot of swingers action and things like that, and places that, or a place, and, and there's other places that sex workers that are fortunate uh, to get off of that island uh, in one piece have talked about, but the victims, the 10 to 16, and, and I think there's a lot more, I think it's still going on, but the 10 to 16 people that were murdered at the hand of the killers, I say killers as plural because I'm absolutely positive that it's not one person that's done this, but the killers, I believe, are still at it, and there's a lot of people that go missing and sex workers that go missing. They're smart enough now to not let, uh, not allow bodies to be found, and one of the reasons why is because Jimmy Bissett had killed himself, and they could point to that as an end point, a stopping point of bodies showing up, and people can assume, or, or so Steve Ballone would like them to, and Tim Sinney would like them to, assume that it's, uh, it's Bissett, that it was Bissett and it was Bissett alone, and I've said all along that if it's Jimmy Bissett, then it's certainly not Jimmy Bissett alone because they would have done a grand jury report. Spoda would have done a grand jury report and said it's Jimmy Bissett. And in fact, he did the opposite. He came out and said it wasn't Jimmy Bissett. But they're smart enough, the folks that are involved in this sick business, insane business, are smart enough to make sure that bodies don't appear. The ocean's right there. I mean, they just... Drop them in the ocean. You'll never find people again. And I've got, I am absolutely, completely convinced. And I've got to believe, have to believe that it's still going on. I don't think you could shut it off like a switch. I think these are sick people and they have a thing going on. And I was asked by Shannon. McGarvey from the Lisk podcast, which I recommend to everyone to check out. Not just my show, but all the shows that they've been doing. She asked me about the cabal theory. And I, I have no idea what that was, or I had no idea what that was until I was asked it by Shannon. And she uh, she asked me about it and you know asked me about it as if it was a known thing and the reason i wouldn't know is because i don't do a lot of reading on lisk and i don't listen to any podcast on lisk simply because i don't want to channel them right i don't want to repeat what they're saying for the most part or get get involved with uh, different theories or or whatever and I figured my information is more, you know, closer to firsthand that, you know, as close as you can get to firsthand on this situation that uh, we may, may as well just feed information to people rather than me trying to get information to people. But that said, the cabal theory that Shannon McGarvey asked me about 
is that there's a group of people that are involved in something that they got together, a group of powerful people got together and it did ungodly things to people. And it either got out of hand by, well, here I'm, I'm going off on my own tangent here, but it got out of hand one time and, and it happened. Someone died, especially in the Gilgo case of the Gilgo four, the four young ladies who were strangled and, you know, left on the side of the, the road there. Now, that. We, we know happened. We don't know who did it. Some of the others were killed in different ways. But for the most part, I signed on to the cabal theory. I said to her when she explained to me what it was, I said, oh, sign me up for that. No doubt about it. Powerful people getting together to, to kill people or at least to have sex with people and then maybe accidentally killed the first couple and of course human life means nothing to a maniac or a group of maniacs and they discarded it and I've said all along if this was Jan Marsha and Cindy the people the public would be out there with pitchforks and torches in front of the Denison building or in front of Tim Sinney, the, the DA's office, and say, what are you doing? Screaming for their resignations and legitimately so. But because it was sex workers, it's so much easier to, not it's, let me correct my wording here, because they, these people, that lost their lives were sex workers. It is so much easier for people to sweep under the rug. When I say it's, I mean the murder, the uh, the series of murders, that. So I just don't want to mix up those two things. If this was a group of cheerleaders, God forbid, that happened. People would be up in arms and Newsday, the only local newspaper around here, if you're listening out of out of state, would have to write about it. Meanwhile, they haven't talked about it or they haven't written about it at all. When the senator for that district finally called out Ballone and Cine and Burke earlier in the summer of 2021, I mean, already more than 10 years afterwards, the good senator, Phil Boyle, held a press conference and national press came, Fox and CNN and everyone that you could imagine had a presence and still nothing from the county executive, from the DA. The silliness with the belt was ridiculous. But the cabal theory, sign me up for the cabal theory. A bunch of powerful people that got together and ultimately killed people. And I'm not saying who did it. I'm not saying who these powerful people were. But they're obviously connected people. 
when you start piecing puzzle pieces together or putting puzzle pieces together, something's become very obvious. And again, Tim Sinney, who's running for DA, this is something that we could affect everyone listening out there. We know he's part of the cover-up. There's no doubt. By the way, one of our guests, we did three parts with him, was someone that was a police officer that was following, not following, he was working with Steve Ballone, driving him, Kenny Bombase. One of the things that he said was that in 2015, when Steve Ballone was running against an then unknown Jim O'Connor, now town council in Islip, who you know would be much more formidable now, but certainly then had no money, no name recognition. He was just over from Nassau County, and Ballone had a very easy run. Everybody was kind of unified behind Ballone, and there was there was no money on O'Connor's side. And it was just it, it was just a, a a very easy run for Steve Ballone. Right at the same time that that was happening, the re-election, his first re-election, was going down. Jimmy Burke beat up a witness who was handcuffed, Christopher Loeb, unthinkable, the appointed chief, police chief, by Steve Ballone, beat up a witness, Christopher Loeb, someone, a gentleman who's got substance abuse problems, self-admittedly, and battles with them, but was brought into custody for robbing cars, one of them, just by happenstance, was Jimmy Burke. Jimmy Burke lost his mind and beat the hell out of Christopher Loeb to get a duffel bag back or to avenge the stealing of a duffel bag that had possibly sex toys in it and videos and whatever. But Steve Ballone and Tim Sinney were Jimmy Burke's boss, both of them were his bosses. One was the man who appointed him, Steve Ballone, and alone appointed him. So when you think of Jimmy Burke, think of Steve Ballone, your county executive, if you live here in Suffolk County. And the other one is Tim Sinney, who was Jimmy Burke's boss for 15 months. He was the County executive, uh, the, the deputy county executive, let me correct myself, in charge of public safety, which made him the boss of the police chief. And they met from what I understand, and we'll hear more about this as we get closer to the election, to the re-election, or we hope not, I hope not, of the very corrupt, completely, undeniably corrupt Tim Sinney who just goes after his political enemies. Wait till he gets his hands on me, right? Total corruption. Up for re-election this year. And he had 15 months to discipline Jimmy Burke. What we learned from Bombay's 
was that Ballone did discuss disciplining Jimmy Burke, but that there were two aides that he had, two aides, two advisors that he had on the administration. And one of them was Tim Sinney, who told him, don't do it. Don't do it before the election. So here's the thing is, why didn't Sinney want Jimmy Burke to be punished, disciplined, or fired before the election? A very easy election, re-election for Steve Pallone. Why wouldn't he? You would assume the public would applaud that. The only thing I could figure out, the only thing that I could figure out is that Jimmy Burke had things on Ballone and on Cine. Try to find a quote anywhere. Google. Everybody Google. Take their phones out and Google. Try to find a quote about Gilgo or the Gilgo Beach murders from Steve Ballone. He's been the county executive almost the whole time. In fact, when he first got in, him and Jimmy Burke kicked out the FBI so they couldn't look into things. Put Tim Sinney in there and promised, don't arrest my friend Bobby Strickoff, who stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from the Babylon town committee. Don't arrest any of my crook friends, and I'll back you for county, not county, for DA. There's a deal with the devil. An honest-to-goodness deal with the devil. And Cindy said, yes, sir. No problem. And for the next four years, I'll, I won't do any serious work. I'll be completely incompetent. But every time I rescue a kitten out of a tree, I'll get some BS charges on something. I'll make sure I get a lot of press. And... I'm wearing a white hat, and somehow they're not connecting the fact to anybody who is allowing me to portray that I'm wearing a white hat, if I'm Tim Sinney, that I'm basically running the, the same show that Tom Spoder ran, except much, much worse. Jimmy Burke's influence is all over that DA's office. Tom Spoder's influence as well. He's a younger version of Tom Spoder without any experience. He was the police commissioner before that. Ballone put him in there to kind of groom him for DA, to put him in, to promise not to arrest him, obviously. But his crooked friend, Bobby Strickoff, on a dead-to-rights larceny or embezzlement, you name it, what he had, and it was dead-to-rights. Those guys made this deal, Tim Sinney, and now he's up for re-election. Now he's got to answer to the public. So back to Lisk. The cabal theory, yeah, sign me up. Whatever the hell the cabal theory is, if it has to do with powerful people banding together to cover up something, sign me up. Because there's no doubt that's what happened. I'm not saying who, and again, let me make this clear. I'm not saying who killed, who I believe killed 
these poor feet people, 10 to 16 people, and more, I'm sure. I don't know who did it, but we know who covered it up. So while other people are out there doing radio shows and podcasts on trying to find the murder, what we are doing here, what we're doing here, what I'm doing here, is we are exposing the cover-up and how it's happened. And the reason I got involved with this in the first place is because I thought this was attainable. I thought it was an attainable goal. I still do think it's an attainable goal to solve LISC. But the first thing that has to happen is the uber-corrupt, the massively corrupt Tim Sinney has to be defeated in November. If he goes, the cabal crumbles. He is protecting the cabal. It's part of the cabal. There's no doubt, without question. And gentlemen, all of you have the right to come on this show or any show on this radio station and dispute what I'm saying. And yet you're saying nothing. So come on, guys. I'll make any kind of promise to you to allow you to talk. I'll give you the questions. but You know the questions beforehand. But Jimmy Burke and the guy who made him, the guy who appointed him, Steve Ballone, covered up the serial killing. And Tim Sinney has continued the cover-up by doing nothing. Again, I'll say it again, I'm predicting that he arrests someone. Might have nothing to do with Lisk, but he'll say this is Lisk, and I think he does it to save his hide. And instead of going down, and he'll save the cabal, and they'll back him, and they'll pray that he holds up that he somehow wins the election. And it's part of the cabal. We don't know who killed these people. But once again, we know who covered it up. Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke, his handpicked police chief, got the feds out, did no investigation. And Tim Sinney did no investigation. And when pressured, had his poor police commissioner pathetically hold up a belt with some initials that they ignored when calls came in. Pathetic. Frank McKay signing off for now. We'll be back right after these messages. You've been listening to the Lisk conversation of the week. And we'll continue that conversation as we go back. Frank McKay, we'll be back with more on Lisk, the Long Island serial killing. 